Hey, it is Thursday uh, on Holy Week. Holy Week, of course, is Sunday to Sunday, Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday. Uh, Palm Sunday, Jesus rode into Jerusalem, publicly declared himself to be the Messiah, and, of course, was uh, betrayed, crucified, rose from the dead on Easter Sunday morning, and Christians all over the world are remembering Holy Week this week, the last week of Jesus's public life and ministry. Today is what they call Monday Thursday. Um, it is the fifth day of Holy Week. It's the day of the Last Supper, and uh, so we're going to look at it. The uh, the events of this day are recounted in Matthew 26, Mark 14, Luke 22, and John chapter 13. Um, so it starts out there in uh, Bethany, as Jesus has been not staying in Jerusalem, he's been staying in Bethany. In fact, Thursday is the first night that he spends the night in Jerusalem. And as we see that first night he does, that's the night he's betrayed. Uh, and I don't think that's insignificant. Now, But the first thing that happens actually happens in the morning and Jesus sends Peter and John into Jerusalem to prepare the place where this Last Supper is going to happen. Because it's not just Holy Week, but it was the week of Passover. Now, um, Easter and Passover don't always fall, in fact, rarely at this point, fall on the same week. Uh, the reason for that is the Jews still use a, um, a lunar calendar and we're using a solar calendar. Um, but that original Easter was during the Passover celebration. And so they were um, going into Jerusalem to eat this meal. And uh, so he sends Peter and John ahead. And then when they have the meal, Jesus does this thing where he washes his disciples' feet. He serves them. He takes the lowliest position and he serves them. And so traditionally, uh, more traditional, you know, what we might think of as more traditional type churches will on Monday, Thursday, um, wash each other's feet uh, because Jesus did it. I think the thing to focus on isn't the feet washing. It's actually the service. Think about Peter and John. Uh, Peter is generally recognized as the, the primary leader among the 12 apostles. John is the apostle who lived the longest. Um, he was very close to Jesus. It, it was always Peter, James, and John who were, who were getting called aside to do certain things with Jesus apart from the rest of the 12 disciples. And yet, Jesus didn't send the, the least important disciples to go do this menial task. He sent Peter and John. And then when they get to the meal, Jesus takes the role of the servant. So I think the thing to focus on isn't the foot washing. It's just this concept of service, service to others, um, service to each other, taking humility on ourselves. Right now, I don't know that humility is a mark of the church in America, and I think it needs to be. And so we can learn that from the example of Jesus and his apostles. I also think you can talk about the tradition versus remembrance thing. Um, sometimes Christians who really want to follow the scripture exactly will emphasize these traditions or specific actions and miss the big idea. The big idea is serving one another. I don't want you to wash my feet. Um, I, I, I don't know that you want me to wash your feet. That's a little weird. They had foot washing as a regular thing in their culture. 
If you had visitors from out of town and they've just come into town, they've been walking, wearing sandals and their feet are filthy and maybe there's there's literal filth, you know, animal excrement on their feet. And so the lowest servant in the household or the lowest family member in the household would bring water and, and a rag or a cloth and they would wash the feet of the guests. It was a way to honor your guests, to, to serve your guests very practically. We don't have that in our culture. The best way you can serve me and that I can serve you is probably not washing each other's feet. So let's focus on the big idea as opposed to the specific tradition. By the way, that's one of the reasons that I don't worry that we don't use wine in our communion because we're trying to remember Jesus while at the same time not creating a, an offense or a stumbling block to our brothers and sisters who uh, struggle with alcohol. And so we focus on the, the remembrance or the principle and not the tradition. The final thing I'd like to focus on, and I honestly thought about splitting Thursday into two videos because so much happens. But think about this. How does Jesus end the day in prayer? He goes to the garden and he prays. And what happens in that garden? Three main players are at work. First, there's Judas. Judas reduces Jesus to a numerical figure. 30 pieces of silver is how much Jesus is worth to Judas. And then what does he do? He betrays Jesus with an act of intimacy greets him with a kiss. Now, not a romantic kiss. Um, we were watching something recently, and uh, it was in Europe, and they were doing that little side cheek, you know, mm, mm, kind of kissing thing. And my kids were like, wait, why are they doing that? Because we don't have that in our culture, but they do in, in Europe. That's the idea, is this intimate greeting. And Judas reduces Jesus and then betrays him with intimacy. Man, I could preach a whole sermon about that. Um, but I think we should see that part of what happened in the betrayal of Jesus was the reduction of Jesus. And so much of what happens when people reject Jesus is that they reduce him to something that's easier for them to ignore. Then there was Peter. And Peter also betrayed Jesus that night. But his betrayal wasn't standalone. Before Jesus was betrayed, he told Peter, you're going to deny me three times. And Peter said, nope, I'm not. His ignoring of Jesus' words came before his betrayal, before his denial. So you can reduce Jesus or you can ignore Jesus, but the result is the same. And then there was Jesus himself. Jesus went willingly to his murder. And that's a tension in the scripture. Jesus was the willing victim. It wasn't like he was surprised, like, I'm going to come in and be the Messiah, and oh, hey, they're arresting me, and they've, they've taken me to the cross. Jesus went to the cross willingly and knowingly, and yet they obviously were trying to murder him. And so there is this tension where Jesus is the willing sacrifice, and yet humanity, humanity is the one who took the Messiah and killed him. And we don't blame any one group because we see all of humanity involved in the story of Jesus's crucifixion. So on the Thursday of, of Holy Week is when we see Jesus modeling service to us. We see Jesus showing us the importance of prayer. And we see how people can take and twist and reduce and ignore. And we all do it to our own peril. So let's focus on Jesus and his call towards humility 
and service and prayer. And let's turn away from reducing or rejecting or seeking ourselves better than others. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow night for our Good Friday service at 7 p.m. That's in-person only. And then uh, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. we'll have our Easter service both online and in-person. And in-person we'll have an egg hunt for the kids at the church. God bless you.